Welcome to The Wondering Mind, a podcast where we have candid conversations in hopes to break mental health stigmas and normalize speaking up about our mental health. Through this podcast, we will connect you to a diverse range of folks from all around the world who have struggled with their mental health, but have learned to weather through the storm. By listening to their stories, you may begin to feel empowered, less alone, and you may discover new ways that will help you navigate through your own mental health struggles. So sit back, relax, and remember, everyone's story matters. innovative way to relax and center your mind? If so, I have the perfect solution for you. The Wondering Mind podcast has teamed up with Louisville Salt Cave to give you a special rate on their incredible single Halo Therapy session. Halo Therapy is a salt therapy that involves breathing in air with tiny salt particles to improve your breathing. It is considered an alternative treatment for lung problems such as asthma, bronchitis, and cough. It can also help with depression, anxiety, and much more. We're giving you $12 off your first single Halo Therapy session when you book online and use the code WONDER22. To book your session, go to www.LouisvilleSaltCave.com. Are you having a hard time finding a good therapist for you? Matcha Health is the best match in healthcare. They believe in a future where you can be more open with your therapists and doctors, where you can look forward to seeing them because you know and feel that they care about you, and that no matter what insurance you have, you can find someone quickly and that you can have a long-lasting relationship with. Matcha's mission is to eliminate the shopping around for a therapist experience. They use data, science, and personality tests to match and create the most successful relationship seen in healthcare. They make it a point to create a diverse and vibrant space for people and providers to grow and a place where you can find help at any time in your healthcare journey. For a free first session, Use code YAY000 at checkout when you visit www.matchahealth.io. Welcome to the Wondering Mind podcast. I'm your host, Emily Elizabeth. Joining me today all the way from Australia. She is literally across the globe. It is what, seven, you said seven something a.m. your time? Yeah, yeah, it is 7.30 p.m. right now. Oh my gosh. Tara Swan, thank you so much for joining me. I'm so excited to chat with you today. Yeah, I'm so excited to be here. Thank you. Of course. So we were chatting just like a second ago before we hit record all about the 
struggles that you've faced with anxiety and now that you're a personal coach or a life coach rather you help others break through their insecurities to help them live a better and healthier life with a clearer mindset so I'm really excited to share your story with the listeners today yeah definitely well I mean you happy for me to jump in and just yeah let's go for it yeah yeah cool um well anxiety chronic anxiety and depression was something that I struggled with for most of my life so I think from around age 12 right up until 31 and I'm 34 now may have even been earlier than that in my childhood but yeah, it was something that I just thought I had and something that I just thought I'd had to deal with for the rest of my life. But we don't actually realize, I guess, that um, anxiety is more of a symptom. Like I said, I used to say, like, I have anxiety, I am anxious. But really, it was like a part of me was being triggered to have anxiety. So it's a part of me that had anxiety. And so, like, I thought that was just something I had to deal with right up until a few years ago when I started my business. So when I started my business, I just had my second baby Milo and he was seven weeks old. And I remember it was one of the most anxious periods of my life. I just had a new baby. It was winter. I was like, this is a perfect excuse to not leave my house, <laughs> to like not see anyone, to not talk to anyone. <laughs> like oh, I'm no. walls. It's perfect. But when a friend reached out to me and said, Hey, there's this opportunity, would you be interested? there was a part of me that was like, I really need to do something. Something needs to change here because if I don't do something about this and if I keep living the way I'm living, then my boys are going to grow up within these four walls as well. They're not going to live the life that I dream of having myself, you know, going exploring in nature and going to events without having anxiety attacks. (laughs) And like, they're going to pick up on that energy. So I decided to go for it and I didn't realize jumping into it that, how much business would be a personal development journey. And that's when I really started working on myself. So I started working through my, like, first of all, started with my physical health, which is so, so important. Um, Everything is connected. So my physical health improved, um, my gut health improved and my sleep improved, all of those things. So that was the start of it. That's where my anxiety started getting better Obviously, it was still there for some time. Um, but as I was working through my mindset, like um, it started with simple practices like practicing gratitude, journaling, meditation, which were all really helpful. But it wasn't until like a year or so into my business that I really started working with my emotions. And that's when I realized how much pretty much everything that I'd ever dealt with has stemmed from trapped emotions or emotions in my body or not wanting to face or embrace my emotions. And that's where my biggest transformation took place. So all of the other practices were kind of surface level. They were helpful, but they weren't getting to the root of anything. And it was when I really sat with my emotions and started releasing emotions from my past, from my childhood, that I was able to free myself from anxiety. And I can say now, like, I don't suffer. I don't um, have anxiety at all anymore. You don't have like it at all. Like it's almost completely gone. There'll be times where it's sort of like something will come up and I might feel a little bit anxious, but I've got the tools now where I don't, where I can just, like it, it's gone within a few minutes. Yeah. And that's why I'm so passionate about 
the work that I'm doing now as an emotional empowerment coach because it really is everything. Our emotions are behind everything we do. They're behind every action we take. They're behind every fear we hold. So it's when we can actually drop into our bodies and feel that, that we can free ourselves completely. Mm, Well said. And it's so true. And it's frustrating for a lot of people in many different ways, but in a couple being that they don't have that mindset to recognize that that is what it takes to truly not get rid of anxiety, but to put it at bay. And it takes a lot of work. Like when you said, you know, the gratitude and the journaling, I've heard that so many times and that does scratch the surface, but in order to, like you said, get to the root of a lot of these symptoms, because that's what it is. You are not defined by these specific quote unquote diagnoses. They are literally symptoms of certain things that you're not tapping into that you're not focusing on or that you're neglecting so what did that process look like for you because what's going to look different for everybody and it's again it can be quite messy and it's emotionally triggering at times so did you seek a therapist how did you even start that process of getting to the root cause of things Yeah. Well, I mean, in the early days, I definitely, I've been to multiple therapists and they've all helped in different ways, but they never really got to the root cause of anything. And just like you said, like we're not, like those things scratch the surface, but it's understandable that we don't know how to actually approach it because we're not taught this. Like we're taught to go and seek advice from doctors and therapists. We're not taught that everything we need and every bit of knowledge that we like that we need is within us. Like our body already knows. And we are so, we're, yeah, we're taught to go and seek all this advice, medications, like whatever from other sources, but really we have everything we need. And so how I actually realized that was something this one person said to me, and that was your thoughts are attached to feelings and when you feel those feelings when you feel your emotions your thoughts will disappear as a byproduct and as we know anyone that suffers with anxiety it's like constant thoughts like destructive thoughts overwhelm like it's like a whirlwind in your mind right and then your body starts reacting to that and you like become tense and you like whatever happens it's different for everyone right but for me it was like like sweaty palms like my body was tense I'd like be pacing my house um I feel dizzy sometimes. I'd obviously get really overwhelmed and start crying. Um, That was in the anxiety attacks. Chronic anxiety for me was kind of daily, like just having a fear of speaking to people or fear of like anything, really fear of doing anything on my own. All of like the worst case scenario thoughts, you know, all of those things. Um, But really there was one day where it really all changed for me and that was in the early days of my business. Um, I heard from coaches, you know, you've got to hold a free live training, you know, to get people, like give people a taste of what you do and whatnot. And I was like, okay, I can, I can do that. (laughs) So I thought, and, (laughs) and I announced that I was going to do this free live training. And as soon as I announced it, I was like, what the, can I swear on here? 
<laughs> what the fuck am I doing? <laughs> I was like, I can't do this. I can't speak to people. Like I can't even speak to one person without getting anxiety, let alone like hold a free lab training. And so like I was pacing my house and having all of these thoughts of like, I, I cannot do this. Um, and just in a moment, like knowing that piece of advice, I sat down, like I sat with it, dropped into my body, felt where that emotional energy or that energy was being stored in my body because um, I had enough awareness at that point to realize that like all my thoughts were stemming from my emotions and vice versa, right? Like our thoughts create feelings, feelings create thoughts. I had that, that awareness at that stage. So I stopped, I was able to stop myself, drop into my body and I could feel, literally feel where that energy was in my body. And I think at that time it was in my chest done this so many times now but I, I think at that moment it was in my chest and it was like a just a tightness or a heat in my in my chest and I sat with that without trying to move it without any judgment and when I sat with that I could feel it literally moving through my body so I could feel it like come out of my body and as soon as I released that like I may have had a few tears cried it out a little bit but as soon as I released that, I had clarity on where that fear of speaking had stemmed from in the first place. And it was something from my childhood, like something really simple, like my sister cr- criticizing bullying me when I was a little, like when I was quite young. I love my sister so much, but it's just sibling. <laughs> right. But it's like that, yeah. that can, can cause, us to ha- cause us to have these fears as an adult. And then we, like our subconscious creates situations where that, that fear is then reinforced. But basically I had clarity on where that fear had stemmed from. And with that awareness, I was like, oh, that's like, that's all it is. This whole time, my entire life, I've had this fear of speaking. And it's just because from that, those, and it was multiple times as a, as a kid, like my sister and I used to fight all the time. But <laughs> from that experience, um, I had the belief that I was stupid, that I didn't know enough that like I would be teased or bullied or like talked about or judged if I spoke to anyone. And all of that disappeared as soon as I was able to release that emotional energy. And then I was able to show up to that free life training with absolute confidence. Like it had, it had just released that fear within one day. And I was like, oh my God. And that's when I was like, there's, there's more to this. Like all of my fears have probably stemmed from this. And like, and, and I just kept going with this work. And over time, I've released so many subconscious emotions, changed so many subconscious beliefs. And that is why I've completely been able to shift my reality and completely been, been able to shift the fears that I was once holding that once ruled my life. You're blowing my mind right now (laughs) because first of all, bringing it back to before you talked about how you released the anxiety, when you said that we have every tool we need within us, yeah, I literally had that epiphany a few weeks ago and I was like, holy shit, like we are the tool. Yeah. We just need a few external things to support us and then we can do this but it's a matter of allowing yourself to sit with that anxiety because it's most people don't want to do that it's fight or flight immediately which is that 
caveman wiring that we still have as human species that is the first thing that our brain defaults to and so we immediately think there's something wrong with us we don't want to think back on traumatic events because it's traumatic to us we would rather just resort to medication and again I've done it like sometimes you do need that but that's just a piece to the puzzle but actually doing what you did which is the hardest thing you'll ever do and having to do it repeatedly because different things are going to come up that you're going to need to sit with. Yeah. So I commend you for doing that on your own and having that realization because not that's rare. Not many people can do that at all. I've actually, it's kind of crazy when you were talking about your experience, I had two women on a few weeks ago and they host a podcast and it's all about psychedelics and yeah and what that experience is like and how beneficial it is for shifting your perspective but you can do it on your own yeah and what you talked about is very similar to what they were talking about just on a slightly different level like you're not going to have the hallucinations and the intensity but it's the same it's doing a very similar thing to your brain it's retraining your mind and reprogramming it that's phenomenal yeah. like I'm just wow <laughs> just yeah. that's amazing you're literally forming new neural pathways in your brain like from all of these early experiences as a child from zero to seven that is what forms majority of your subconscious and your subconscious dictates 95 percent of what you do as an adult of, your, of the behavior you have behavior you have as an adult and so like all of those neural pathways are all formed as a child so it's about sitting with that and shifting the beliefs that you you held as a child shifting the 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 stories and the meaning behind the experiences you had as a child and as well releasing those emotions so that yeah you can you're literally forming neural pathways in your brain it's it's mind-blowing and it's amazing yeah (laughs) because I literally just said this in an episode that I did a few, like that an interview that I did a few weeks ago, your brain is a computer. So you can reprogram it. It just takes effort and time and energy and the willingness to sit with the uncomfortable feelings and to feel your feelings. And for some reason, again, for some reason, humans, it's like the one thing we don't want to do yeah well I mean for for generations right we've been taught that some emotions are good some emotions are bad you know you shouldn't feel anger you shouldn't feel sadness at least not around people you're taught to deal with those things alone or not feel them at all like even as as a child I mean and I'm sure so many people relate to this like I was told you know just get over it or you have no reason to cry about that or like go and like shouldn't be angry, don't get frustrated, go and deal with that somewhere else. And so subconsciously or unconsciously, we don't feel safe to actually feel our emotions as adults. And that's why it's so challenging for us to do that. Emotions shouldn't be labeled as good or bad. They're not positive or negative. They're literally just energy. And when you can see all emotions as like, as that, they're just energy, you can start embracing them 
as that, like experience all emotions because without the really challenging emotions, like the lower vibrational emotions, like grief, shame, sadness, like anger, all of those, if you can't experience that, you can't feel the full contrast of those emotions, like joy and love and freedom. They're all there for the taking, but you have to love those as much, the the lower vibrational emotions as much as you do the high. Mm. And if you can see them all as just energy, you can allow them to flow through you and move through you just like water or just like energy would, as opposed to being like, oh, no, I can't feel anger. I'm just going to push that down. When you push that down, it stays in your body. It doesn't go anywhere. It remains stagnant. And that continues to play out in different forms in your life, whether emotional, mental, or even physical. Like here's another thing that blew my mind. I have an autoimmune disease, psoriasis. Mm. When I started releasing emotions, that started clearing up. Like it is all energy. Our bodies are energy. <laughs> okay, I'm learning something new right now. I've lately I've been having epiphanies on this show, and I'm so here for it. So <laughs> you know that they talk about how your body stores trauma, like it physically stores the pain in your muscles, in your just, everywhere it stores it in different places for different people and the less you acknowledge your trauma and try to work through and heal it the worse your body like gets I like I guess it just manifests in different ways and literally you just said it like the same thing that's literally what you're explaining is like if you don't feel what you're feeling if you suppress and continue to shove everything under the rug if you will it's got to go somewhere that yeah. is energy. That is literal energy. Cause we are like, we are electric, like electricity, like we are full of energy. So it's got to mm-hmm. go somewhere. And if it just builds up and builds up, it's kind of like a boiling pot of water. You know, if you just yeah. let it go when it's at its hottest, it's going to boil over. Absolutely. And I realized that's where my anxiety and depression stemmed from. It was all from just suppressing emotion. It really was. And it's exactly that when we get, when we have like anxiety or when we have anxiety attacks, it's like, we're not allowing it. We're like, Oh my God, it's coming. And like, Oh, I can't feel that. And I can't feel that. And we're trying to control it. But the more we try and control it, the more we feel out of control. And it's when we can actually embrace it and just almost observe it like almost stepping out of your body and just observing what's going on and being like okay I'm feeling that say it out loud like I feel this right now breathe through it a bit drop into your body okay like this is what I'm feeling and it's safe to feel that that's another thing we don't feel safe to feel what we're feeling um that's where true transformation really takes place because yeah I mean we are all just energy and and that's the other thing like this is the other thing we're kind of missing about manifestation as well and we won't we don't need to go into that but oh like, no let's yeah let, yeah mm-hmm. so we are told to when we want to manifest something in our life when we want to create something we need to be the person that already has it we need to think the thoughts of that person like um be receptive of that we can't fully step into the person that already has it if we're still holding on to that old vibrational like that old emotional energy because if that that that's that those trapped emotions are in our body that old emotional energy is still 
stagnant in our body, we're still vibrating at that frequency on some level and that is blocking whatever we want to attract into our life. Wow. So we, yeah, we can't attract <laughs> more unless we've released all that old stuff as well. Like if we want to become magnetic in our lives and really create, like become a conscious creator, that is the first step. Do that work. It might be uncomfortable and yeah, like, the first few times for me, it wasn't easy because we're taught the opposite. We're not taught to feel our feelings. Mm -hmm. It's not easy, but the more you do it, the easier it gets and the more freedom you create in your life. The first few times will be challenging. But then once you do it, you're like, I know that it only takes 90 seconds to fully feel an emotion. And so when you realize that, you're like, I just have to sit with this uncomfortability for a few moments and then I'll be free from it. And you can like literally every time that I experience sadness or experience grief or experience something, I fully allow myself to be in that. And I don't resist it at all because I'm like, I know it's temporary. And as soon as I fully allow myself to cry it out or scream it out or do whatever I need to do, once it's fully released from my body and I've got nothing left, I can sit back up, shoulders straight, and I feel so empowered. And that's where it's like, that's where my like emotional empowerment and I call myself an emotional empowerment coach. That's where it comes from because once you release that, not only are you like feeling empowered, you're feeling less fearful. You can actually show up with more confidence, but also you become magnetic for anything you want in your life. Like you can literally change your entire reality just by doing this work. I couldn't agree more. And I think I think it does kind of get a little tricky at some levels of healing and releasing your emotions, though, because I feel like some folks are more prone to holding on to the to the sadness or to the grief. And again, it's it's exactly what you said earlier. It's not being able to release these subconscious things that we've either told ourselves that other people have told us or pertaining to grief. We just don't want to let go of the thing that we've lost. So we hold on to those emotions because we feel like, I don't know, it's like we feel like it's all we can do, or it's like our body just defaults to that. That can make it harder and more challenging to release, but it doesn't make it impossible. And I think like what you said earlier, allowing yourself to feel your feelings for a certain amount of time because you can't let it overtake you but being able to work through that by figuring out like what what is causing this to be so intense and why is this lingering for so long and I think that's where additional resources come into play too is that's where the therapy comes in that's where the journaling and the yoga and the meditation like all that plays a massive part if for some reason in this process of releasing your emotions, you are unable to kind of get yourself out of it, like chronic depression, like when we're just so in the well, if you will. Yeah. You said something that not letting it overtake you. I think that's, that's kind of sometimes a bit of a misconception as well or like a belief that doesn't serve us because we do feel like if we allow ourselves to go into that grief or we allow ourselves to go into that sadness and really feel it that we might never come out of it but if we can drop that belief and trust Mm -hmm. that 
just as energy does, it will flow through us and it will it will subside. That's when we can allow ourselves because with that, with like holding on to that and, and that worry that we're never going to come out of it, that is resisting that emotion. Like we're, and I love what Teal Swan says in one of her books, The Completion Process, amazing book, by the way. Um, she says, it's not your emotions that cause you pain. It's your resistance to your emotions. And it's so true. Like yeah. emotions don't cause us pain if we allow ourselves to fully experience them. But when we resist them, obviously, like we've all heard this, when what you resist persists. Mm. So if you're resisting that, it's going to keep happening, like persist in your life. You're going to keep experiencing it. And we worry that we're going to get so caught up in it that we're never going to come out of it. That's just a form of resistance as well. Allow it experience it move through it like I love dancing through my emotions because it allows it to move more freely through my body you know so there's different things we can do as well but yeah exactly like you said it is good to seek some help sometimes um and I love this work so much because it is reminding people of their own personal power their own personal healing power I wouldn't call myself an empowerment coach if I wasn't actually empowering people to, to do the work and, and realize that for themselves, you know. And I think for me, like in my experience, when I went to therapy or, or something like that, it was like I have to keep going, you know. They're not taught in all in their studies to show people that they have everything they need within themselves. Like you, you keep going to them to seek more help. But really like we all have this power to heal ourselves, to to understand what's best for ourselves. And I think if we all did this work, how different would the world be? Oh my oh God. God. <laughs> Completely different. We would be living in such an amazing place. It makes me sad to think about because I, like you said, we all have it within us, but because majority of the people resist because of the culture that we've been so ingrained to believe, I don't know if we'll ever get there, but I, I feel like having these conversations and more people doing the work that you're doing will help to change that narrative and yeah. empower people to really take control. Because at the end of the day, that's what we're trying to do is be in control of ourselves. Yeah. So when you said earlier, you know, when I brought up the fact of the feeling and the worry and the anxiety that stems from becoming trapped in those emotions, I feel like there's so many different aspects and ways you can look at that. And I couldn't agree with you more that if you, that it does involve resistance. Cause I was, as you were speaking, I was kind of thinking about instances in my life where I resisted and I did get stuck yeah. because I wasn't fully trying to figure out why I was feeling the way that I was or letting myself re like really feel it. And it just, that's what made it persist. And like you said, like it just manifests and continues to spread and grow. And I remember when my grandmother passed away, like four years ago, that was really traumatic for me. And even though I cried about it and, you know, did all the stereotypical ways that you battle through emotions in the moment afterwards, I tried not to think about it because it, it made me feel so sad and I didn't want to feel that way. So I resisted yeah. it for a long time. 
And so it took me a lot longer to work through that and be okay with that. But eventually I did what you're explaining where I fully just let myself think about her, let myself remember her, let myself even go back to that very day that was just so Mm. fucked up for me. And now it doesn't trigger me like it used to. Yeah, exactly. It just just takes a lot of work and yeah, yeah, exactly. But yeah, grief would have to be one of the hardest ones. Like it is, you don't want to experience it because it, it, it hurts. Like it's painful. It's also really beautiful. It is also really beautiful. And I think like sometimes we just need to, to allow ourselves to be in that space. Like, yeah, we don't want to, we don't want to feel grief. We don't want to experience that, but give you like gift yourself and I say gift because it is a gift to gift yourself that time to fully just grieve and cry and do what you need to do to experience that to its fullest. Because like you said, you, like if you push it down and you want to get on with it, like you don't want to um, experience it, it will continue to trigger you further on in your life. Yeah. And it'll uh, manifest in other ways and affect other parts of your life too. And relationships, everything everything absolutely like every time that I'm triggered now (laughs) which is mostly in relationships right like people Mm -hmm. are our biggest mirrors whenever I feel triggered now I'm like perfect this is an opportunity for me to heal like something else like if I'm triggered I know that it's something within me that needs attention and I think a lot of the time if we're triggered we're like you did this to me like you you know you and you start blaming people but when you blame or you resent that is a clear sign that you're giving away your power when you can allow yourself to be triggered and be like oh okay I'm going to take responsibility for this because it is something within me that is being triggered it's an unhealed part of me that is being triggered and that part of me needs love and attention and when you can be with that release whatever needs to be released from that trigger you're free from it you're no longer triggered by it in the future I mean I was in a romantic relationship earlier this year and he brought up every single insecurity (laughs) that you can imagine in me (laughs) (laughs) but but like it was perfect because it was like oh my god another one oh my god what is this but (laughs) so many times I went to project it onto him and I I pulled myself back and sat with it but I was able to free myself from like so many insecurities so many fears and it's beautiful because it's helped me attract the person that I'm with now, who's like my soulmate, like my best friend. So yeah, it's exactly what I needed, but I needed to be with those insecurities and do that work to be able to step into the person that I need to become to have what I want to do in my life. Well said. And I think you're spot on when you said that a lot of the times people project onto others, which can lead to abuse and manipulation, all kinds of toxicity. And unfortunately that's pretty prevalent and relevant in our culture especially in America I'm sure it's in Australia as well like everywhere to be honest it's just a human thing we're one of the kindest yet cruelest creatures on this planet and it's so frustrating (laughs) I think that the approach and the perspective that you have when you are triggered by another individual rather than projecting that 
look inward always always and I actually I did it the other day and it felt not good like it's not an (laughs) it's not a fun experience but if you ever want to be in a healthy relationship whether it be platonic or romantic if you want to heal you know a broken relationship with someone else or whatever it may be you have to look at yourself because it's a 50 50 relationship like that person may be doing something but like you play a part in that too and what is it about this situation or this person that's triggering you and why and how can you look inward to navigate through that and yeah wow Mm. also I believe that if you've attracted someone that triggers you there's a reason for that like they are there to show you exactly what you need to heal through they are a mirror for you if you've attracted them into your life there's a reason you're you've attracted them like on some level you're you're holding a frequency that has attracted this person and you being triggered is a beautiful opportunity. Like I love being triggered now. <laughs> it's so funny. In the past, I was like, oh, it's awful. Like I don't want to feel this. I don't want to like it just end up in arguments or whatever. But now I'm like, oh, I'm so excited. It's like something else I could heal through because I know every time I've done something like this, it has put me on another level of like freedom and joy and love in my life. And not much triggers me anymore, which is amazing. But it's about like allowing yourself to be in that space. It's only uncomfortable temporarily. It's more uncomfortable to stay in that space, like ongoing for the rest of your life. Yeah. So I have a question and I know you're not like a, like a clinical therapist, but for folks who may have experienced like legit dark trauma, that situation might be more challenging to look inward because in those instances it more than likely was not your fault pertaining to whatever happened so how should folks kind of work through that like what is a different approach that they can take so that it doesn't so that they don't spiral or get stuck because I can imagine with situations like that it's easier to do so yeah, there's some, yeah, there are some like heavy, there's heavy trauma out there. Mm-hmm. The people have experienced some, some really challenging things, really horrific things, but there are actually so many people out there that help people with, with exactly that, with like, like, what would you call it? Um, like large traumatic instances or whatever it is, experiences. There, There's, like I know someone online who's a coach but she's like a holistic healing expert and she she helps people with I believe she helps people with like heavy trauma but -hmm. also there's people like body psychotherapists Mm -hmm. body psychotherapists also help people with trauma but they work with the body so they work with being able to release I think release emotional energy as well but that there are many people out there now and more and more people coming into the scene that do help people with those more traumatic experiences, I really believe that it all comes back to the same thing, which is like that emotion that is in your body. But as well, like if you've got something like that, it's beautiful to have support from someone that is mm-hmm. that is well trained in that area, definitely. And I would I would say go and see if there's any body psychotherapists in your area or like 
there are so many coaches on Instagram as well, but obviously you'd have to be careful. Just make sure you're dealing, you're, you know, resonating with the right person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, no, that's great advice. And I couldn't agree more. I think doing the work when it comes to the more dark, traumatic experiences, it's best to navigate that alongside a solid support system. And even if you, you know, you can all like across the board, having a support system is absolutely critical and key to your progress. But especially in those instances, I think you have to be careful. And I think that would be the best solution for sure. I agree. Yeah. I think having support is, is really important. Like, yeah, we have everything inside of us, but sometimes we need someone to show us that. Mm -hmm. Um, And we need to sometimes heal through really traumatic experiences to get to that place. So yeah, definitely. I really love, like I mentioned it before, Teal Swan's book, The Completion Process. She talks a lot about trauma in that too. Mm, That's amazing. I love when people mention like books and podcasts. I'm like, yes, let's go read it. (laughs) Learn all the things. So what did your support system look like throughout your process and how beneficial was that for you? Because again, like majority of this is our work and we have to do it. But the more I've done this type of work, the more I realize how important it is to have supportive, loving people in your life. It's almost like a motivation to, con- to make you want to continue on working through things within your own m- mind. So what does that look like for you? I did have a really beautiful therapist in the early days. She helped me a lot. We did EMDR therapy together. I don't know if you've heard of EMDR. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what's it stand for? Eye movement, desensitization and reprocessing. <laughs> nice. uh, yeah. <laughs> um, that was, that was good. It was really good. And it was nice to have her, but um, I always worked with coaches as well. So like, um, life coaches, mindset coaches. It's good. We, the people that I've worked with have always had like that message support at any time. So like if something had come up for me, I could grab my phone and message them or send them a voice message wow. and they're, you know, they'll get back to me as soon as they can. So I've got kind of that support in the moment. I've done group programs. I don't know. <laughs> Once you start this work, it kind of becomes almost addictive to keep going. Like you're like, I... <laughs> This feels so good just to have this little breakthrough. I want to keep experiencing this. It's like, yeah, best addiction to have. <laughs> oh, I'd say best addiction <laughs> is wanting to continue to grow and become a better human. Like we all need to have that addiction. <laughs> like- yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's beautiful. So I've always worked with coaches and there's so many coaches out there, but it's really about finding one that resonates with you, that you resonate with. Yeah. Yeah. So do you have, um, in your coaching business, do you have like a Facebook group? How do you kind of connect with your clients? And if anyone's interested in reaching out to you, how do they go about getting involved with this process and, um, potentially hiring you as a coach? Yeah. The absolute best place to find me is on Instagram. It's my most used platform. Um, I do use Facebook. I, I've just recently started like a TikTok account, which I still don't really use. Oh I love it. It's so much work. It is. It is. I just, I love just sticking to one. I really just feel like canceling the rest. Yeah. But, um, yeah. I, I put a lot of free content up on Instagram and that is definitely my favorite place. So if anyone wants to find me or ask any questions 
it's on there. My Instagram handle is at it's Tara Swan. So I-T-S Tara Swan with a double N. Um, yeah, that'd be the best place. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for coming on and chatting with me today. I literally had additional breakthroughs, like hearing your perspective. I, that's what I love about this show is just through storytelling, through literally you just coming on and sharing your experience, other people can have breakthroughs. Like it, it just, it's crazy. Like we just need to get more comfortable with our emotions, with being vulnerable, with chatting about what's actually going on, taking off our masks and just being a real and raw human, because that's all we are at the end of the day. So thank you for sharing that with us. I mean, there were so many good nuggets of information and perspectives in here so thank you seriously yeah thank you it really is about being comfortable being with ourselves and being with every part of ourselves like I think we resist so many parts of ourselves like oh there's a part of me that has anxiety I don't want to like I don't like that part of me but no love that part of you really send every part of yourself love and be there for every part of yourself and that is really where the true healing takes place. I agree. Yeah, when you can just be with yourself. What, like literally what you just said reminded me of the fact that I learned throughout this journey, this growth journey. I don't want to call it a healing journey anymore because we're going to constantly be working on ourselves. <laughs> we'll never be fully healed because there's always going to be something. But throughout this journey of growth, I've realized, and it's basically like what our entire conversation was about, is that when you're feeling depressed, when you're feeling anxious, when you're feeling whatever the emotion may be, it's your body trying to tell you something. Yes. Yes, it so is. It is. And like the, the more you listen to that and like what you said, kind of tap in and breathe and listen to the what, like feel what's physically going on and kind of try to put the pieces together as to why you may be feeling this way, you become more intuitive. You start to then build more confidence because you trust yourself more. Yes. And that is what your, it sounds like your coaching business is all about is building that inner trust, building that inner confidence to empower yourself to go out into the world and try to live your best life. Like, ugh. I love yeah, that. Exactly. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, I lived with self-doubt, no trust myself for so many years. And it really is like when you can tap into your own body and know that every emotion is showing up for you as a guide, guiding you back to yourself, like as something that needs love within yourself. Yeah, you do. You become more intuitive. You trust yourself. You can show up with more confidence. You can go to things without fear. Like, <laughs> oh my God. It's like just absolute freedom. <laughs> it is. The possibilities are endless. You see things in a different light and begin to experience parts of life that you never would have imagined you would have experienced. And you start to meet people and connect with people on a deeper level and like all around. It's just, you have to go through the trenches in order to come out on the greener grass, you know, the, the brighter side of life, like with anything, you have to go through some turbulence to get to the other side, you know? So Mm. Such a beautiful journey. So beautiful. I love it. <laughs> it really is. And I like that you said, you know, you're quote unquote addicted to 
the growth, if you will, to the healing, to the, to the triggers, because you start to learn more and more about yourself. And I feel like that's just like a way of saying like you, like you love yourself enough to want to continue to get better. And if we can all just take that approach and shift our perspective and learn from what we're going through, like everyone will just be in a better place, like emotionally, physically, all of it. Yeah. And I think like just to add to that, not only are you in a better place, but you start seeing the magic that can actually occur in life. And as soon as you start seeing like those synchronicities and the things that you start to manifest and the people you start to attract in your life are like, whoa, this is actual <laughs> magic. Like I'm, I'm making magic right now. <laughs> like, I mean, we're all that- made from stardust. It's literal magic. Yeah. Like, how did we get here? Let's not spiral down that, you know, rabbit hole, <laughs> yeah. but it's true. Like it's magic. It is. It is. Yeah. And everyone deserves to feel that and experience that. Yeah. And like you said, in the beginning of this conversation, if everyone was able to tap into themselves, we would all live in such a, like a better place and treat each other with more kindness and respect because we'd be treating ourselves with respect. Again, it all starts with us. It does. It really does. Everything else outside of us is a mirror to what's going on within us. And when we can, well, it's true. When when we connect to ourselves more and understand and trust ourselves more, that's when we can really start connecting to other people on a deeper level because we know ourselves so we can start understanding others as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm. Thank you so much. Like I'm hyped off this conversation. I'm feeling (laughs) all the positive vibrations and it's also really reassuring. And that's, again, that's part of the show is to have these conversations, not to become validated, but almost in a sense, because it's like knowing that you're doing the right things and like that other people have similar perspectives and that you're on the right track in a sense. So if you can do it, if I can do it, anyone can do it. So anywho, so true like as someone that came from chronic anxiety and depression never thinking I'd ever experience anything else you can do it like anyone can (laughs) (laughs) literally oh thank you so much I really appreciate you getting up so early I know you said you get up at like 5 a.m but still to like be on a podcast and talk about some (laughs) hard things I really appreciate it so thank you again thank you so much it's been amazing Absolutely. And I do want to thank the listeners because without you all, the show wouldn't exist. So thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Wondering Mind podcast. Until next time, maintain your brain and keep on wondering. Mm